Hi, this is Kendall Boyson, professional life and recovery coach, and you're listening to Encouragementology, the practice of instilling hope. Hi there. Thanks for joining me. On this show, we are owning up, stepping in and taking responsibility without the yeah, but. No more shoulda, coulda, or woulda. Or only if. It's time to come to terms with the role we've played and the choices we've made. Only when we can own them can we learn and let go. Taking responsibility doesn't mean you're shackled with regret and shame, but the opposite. It's a chance for freedom. The hamster wheel of rumination can easily trap you into a false sense of searching for the why. Keep going just a little longer and it will all be so clear. Instead, you're in an endless loop of exhaustion, generalizing the events, blurring the lines, blending the facts, and ultimately finishing the story with whatever end you can tolerate. Today, we will examine learn, let go, and move on. Ready to grab the buck and make sense of it all right now? I played tennis one year in high school. Now, I never fancied myself as a tennis player, nor did I even really understand the game when I went out for the team. You see, they weren't necessarily a team to rival, which was apparent when I actually made the team. I was placed in a doubles group with a player who had been, let's just say, grown up playing the tennis game in her country club. She was a little hot-headed, but had a heck of a serve. Looking back, I'm not sure I added anything to the pair except maybe some calmness and an attempt to return anything that came on my side of the court. For me, it was a 50-50 shot, which for less than a novice player was much better odds. I had a backup. A yeah, but... Excuses and justifications for our choices are as easy to come by as the air we breathe. Without much thought, we bail ourselves out, defending our position at all costs. Sometimes we just justify when there isn't even a call to do so. It becomes second nature. What would happen if we just owned it? Good, bad, and ugly. Instead of just taking credit for our triumphs, we took responsibility for our failures. Judgment and criticism is a fearful combination, and it keeps us on the lam. Let's take a deeper dive into these ideas. Sikinski helps us out with when problems arise, here's what you need to take full responsibility. An article he wrote for his blog, IQmatrix.com. I'm not responsible for this. Typically, thinking about responsibility can make most people cringe. Responsibility often brings up thoughts associated with work and a commitment of some sort, and we would rather avoid wherever possible. In fact, responsibility for most is something that is hard to swallow. 
We rather live life with the freedom and flexibility to do whatever our heart desires without limiting our own personal choices. Often when those choices are limited or when things don't quite go as we had expected, people typically complain, make excuses, and blame everything and everyone but themselves for how things turned out. In fact, they will do everything within their power to shun responsibility, often to their own detriment. It's not always pleasant to take responsibility for our life and circumstances, especially when those circumstances are unfavorable or completely out of our direct control. When you fail to take responsibility, you put yourself at a clear disadvantage. You are disadvantaged because you are approaching the situation from a source of weakness where you become the victim of your circumstance. From this weakened position, there is nothing you can do to improve your situation. In other words, you are resigned to the fate that you are powerless and incapable of making things better. Obviously, this is not an ideal way to live. Life will always present us with problems, and things will not always go as we have planned or imagined. To shun responsibility in these kind of circumstances weakens our resolve and certainly doesn't help us improve the situation. Taking responsibility is the only answer, but it's rarely easy. The key to gaining personal power and strength is to take full responsibility for your life and circumstances no matter what kind of predicament you face. To do so, you must openly acknowledge and accept how things are without an ounce of resistance. Do you think you can do that? The honest truth is that life isn't always fair and certainly doesn't play favorites. It doesn't necessarily punish bad work behavior, or intentions, equally as much it doesn't necessarily reward good work, good behavior, or sincere intentions. Life is just simply life. It has no agenda and might surprise you with something new around every corner. Having said that, if life was to favor anyone specifically, then it typically favors those who are bold in action who make the most of their opportunities, problems, and circumstances, who take initiative, and those who take full responsibility for their choices, decisions, and actions. This might very well be hard to stomach for most people, but it makes sense, right? Then why do people just keep complaining about things? You see, many people don't understand that life will typically give them not what they want, but rather what they deserve. Life will, for instance, provide you with a plethora of opportunities that typically come in the form of problems. Most people will never see these problems as opportunities and therefore, time and again, will fail to make optimal choices that can help them improve their circumstances. In order to live a more responsible life, we must fully accept the fact that we always get what we deserve. This might often be exactly the opposite of what we might want, but nevertheless, 
It's something that we must take full responsibility for. What you think is unfair or disadvantageous might not actually be the case. Life always gives you what you deserve, and what you deserve is to improve and develop yourself, to grow smarter, stronger, and sharper in order to achieve your goals. But in order to experience all these things, you will need to face challenges and solve problems that are designed to help you become a better version of you. And the only way to become this better you is to embrace all these challenges by taking full responsibility for your life and circumstances. Take responsibility for everything. Yes, I do mean absolutely everything, whether you're in direct fault or not. Now, this is not saying take ownership or blame when it's not yours. This is meaning taking your responsibility for your part. Taking responsibility for everything that life throws your way is a key character trait that distinguishes the most successful people from the rest. However, even if success isn't something you value highly, you can still derive incredible value from taking responsibility. To take responsibility for your life and circumstances is incredibly empowering. It's empowering because it's a measure of your courage, of your self-confidence, self-worth, and your mental strength, toughness, and resilience. To take responsibility is empowering because it provides you with a sense of control over your life. In essence, it gives you a greater self-assurance that you will eventually get the outcome you're after. To take responsibility is empowering because it encourages solution-based thinking that can lead to a plethora of creative ideas to help you solve your problems more effectively. It empowers you to take an active role in solving your life problems, which earns you an incredible amount of respect in the eyes of others. Now, of course, taking responsibility doesn't mean you are weak or powerless and therefore you blame yourself for everything. It isn't about blame. This is rather about responsibility, and there's a big difference. Blaming yourself comes from a position of weakness. It comes from victimized mentality that doesn't have any control over life or circumstances. To take responsibility means to take ownership of the situation. It means fully accepting how things are and committing yourself to making things right. That's what taking responsibility is all about. But this also goes far deeper. In order to truly accept full responsibility for something typically means not falling prey to victim mentality, not succumbing to your fears or insecurities, not worrying about an uncertain future, and not falling into the trap of regretting past choices, decisions, or actions. To take full responsibility for your life and circumstances means consistently holding yourself accountable. It means seeing yourself as the creator of your life, very much like a painter or a sculptor at work on their craft. To take full responsibility requires objective thinking. It requires embracing difficult situations while openly acknowledging your failures and mistakes. 
It requires seeing opportunities within every problem or circumstance you find yourself in. It also requires practicing self-discipline and above all, making a commitment to continuous improvement. A person who takes full responsibility makes no excuses and throws all their complaints out the door. Yes, life might not always seem fair. These people are not phased by their insecurities. They clearly understand that they are the sculptor of their own life and they alone hold the power to change things in a way which they please. Let's explore a five-step process for when your life just doesn't seem fair. This is a process you can use to help you begin taking full responsibility for your life, no matter what circumstance you face. It may, of course, not be easy at first to think about your predicament in this way. But with practice, you will develop a new and empowering habit that will help you make the most of every situation. And this all starts with taking full responsibility. Step one, acknowledge you're responsible. The first step is an obvious step. It requires we acknowledge that we are fully responsible for the situation at hand. It doesn't really matter whether you played a large or small role in creating this problem. In fact, it doesn't even matter whether or not you feel you played a role at all. The choices and decisions you made leading up to the situation led you to this very moment. And therefore, whether you like it or not, on some level, you are responsible for what just happened. By being here in this moment, you have a responsibility to become part of the solution. Given all this, openly acknowledge the part you played and accept full responsibility for your predicament. At the very least, openly acknowledge how your choices and decisions have led you to this very moment and how you have now become part of the problem. Step two, recognize the value of a problem. Having taken ownership of the problem, it's now time to recognize the full extent of the problem and the impact it has on you and others and on the situation at hand. So ask yourself, what's the specific problem I'm facing? Who is involved in creating this problem? How am I affected by this problem? How specifically? How are others affected by this problem? Be specific. With a clear understanding of the problem, it's now time to ask yourself whether this is an actual problem worth dealing with. So ask yourself, do I need to involve myself in having this problem solved? Is solving this problem worth my time? There will always be some things that may be very clearly not worth your time. Sometimes we unnecessarily blow things out of proportion without first taking the time to recognize what it is that we actually face. 
you need to figure out whether working through this issue or problem is to your advantage or whether this is something that is better let go. Possibly, this is not something that needs to be solved. Yes, you have acknowledged responsibility for this problem. You must now decide whether or not it's worth the opportunity costs. So ask yourself, how will I benefit from solving this problem? What is the value of working through this problem? If the problem isn't worth solving, then just let it go. Easier said than done, right? Remember, we're all a work in progress. Step three, take ownership of the problem. The moment that you decide this is a problem that's worth pursuing is the moment you must take full ownership of the problem without an ounce of resistance. Resistance will only limit your ability to find an appropriate solution to the problem at hand. Only when you let go of all resistance and accept that things are the way they are, do you open yourself up to further possibilities. You must accept that this is how things are. I will now deal with this situation in the best way I know how. To truly take ownership of a problem, you must acknowledge how you contributed to the problem. You must come to a clear understanding of how this problem is your own making, even if indirectly. So ask yourself, how did I contribute to this problem? How is this situation of my own making? How can I take away from this experience? There is always something you can take away from every experience, no matter how dire the circumstance. And within these takeaways, you will often find key opportunities that will help you find the solutions you're after. Step four, figure out how to solve the problem. Having taken ownership of the situation, it's now your responsibility to figure out how to solve this problem. To do so, your first task is to identify layers of control. Layers of control provide you with insight into your amount of control you have over various aspects of this problem. So ask yourself, what parts of this problem do I control? What parts of this problem are beyond my control? There may be certain aspects of a problem that are completely out of your hands. And as a result, these are things that you're unable to control. Let them go. Let them be as they are and focus instead on the things that you can physically do something about to help solve the problem at hand. Your next step is, of course, to dig deeper into the problem by exploring potential opportunities and solutions. So ask yourself, what's a helpful way to think about this problem? What's the opportunity here that could be to my benefit? How can I potentially work with this problem? 
How can I potentially work around this problem? How could I potentially use this problem to improve my situation? Now, of course, in order to effectively implement a solution to this problem, you will need to take into consideration the changes you may need to make moving forward. So ask yourself, what changes would need to be made? How do I need to change myself to solve this problem? How does this situation need to change? How does everyone involved need to adapt? Some sort of change always needs to take place. Identifying these changes in advance will help you to clarify exactly what needs to happen in order to work through this problem successfully. Finally, working through a problem is always easier with other people's support. It's crucial that you take into account how you could potentially use other people to help you leverage your time and work to be able to work through this problem successfully. So ask yourself, who could support me with resolving this problem? How exactly could these people support me? How can we best work together to resolve this problem? Step five, take initiative to instigate change. The final step of the process involves taking the initiative to instigate the changes you would like to make to resolve the problem. Whether in the end you successfully resolve the problem or not doesn't really matter. What matters is that you took matters into your own hands by taking ownership of the situation and by taking responsibility for your predicament. Throughout this process, you were the one in charge. You were the one that held the power. Yes, things might not have always worked out in the end, but the fact that you took responsibility for your circumstances and committed yourself to implement positive changes say a lot about your character. No longer are you that guy or that girl who shuns responsibility and persistently blames, makes excuses, and complains about their predicament. Instead, you are empowered to take matters into your own hands. And as a result, your life is no longer at the mercy of other people or circumstances. You are in control. And a person in control always goes places, always proactively responds to circumstances in optimal ways. And that is the key to any kind of success you envision for yourself, for your life. It's time to quit making excuses, to quit blaming, and to let go of all your complaining. Your life is way too important to be indulging in self-pity. Isn't it time to start living your life with more intention and purpose? Facing your failures is like the staring game you played as a child. At some point, you have to blink or look away. It's tough to admit that you weren't strong enough or smart enough or were too selfish. Ugh, that's a hard pill to swallow. Making poor choices based on your own selfish wants. Yeah, but you don't know what I was going through at the time. Yeah, but they did worse than I did. Yeah, but I had to. I had no other options. 
We've said them all to some degree. But by adding a yeah, but, we give ourselves a pass to file it away, all safe, sound, and justified. We have this internal vault full of justifications, and we can recall them to serve our current purposes at any time. What happens if we just admit we did it, and then we're honest about why? What is the worst that could happen? Any 12-step program involves making amends to correct a mistake that one has made or a bad situation one has caused. In Alcohol Anonymous, Step 8 and 9 are dedicated to this. Step 8. We made a list of all people we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them. Step 9. We made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Being willing. Even if you can't go back to that toxic relationship where you placed all the blame and took no responsibility, you can be willing. You can revisit the situation with new eyes and honesty, accepting the role you played. Understanding that ownership doesn't mean a lifetime of persecution as a result. It's the only way to put the details to rest. So many times we don't want to admit our wrong for fear of excusing the other person or admitting our failures. Just like step one says, we admitted we were powerless. We have to get to the point of acceptance that the way we've always done it doesn't work. That maybe life is bigger than us and our chokehold on the world isn't preventing it from kicking our butt. Coming to the end of your own understanding means you can be open to accept new ideas and perceptions. Getting rid of the yeah, but means you have the permission to glean the lesson from your failure. And then instead of tucking it back into your internal file system, you can shred it for good. Giving yourself permission to move forward unencumbered with freedom. Everything today and moving forward will be approached in a new way with a new understanding because you have grown. Andy Andrews wrote a book which I have reflected on often, The Traveler's Gift, where the main character learns seven valuable life lessons. From this moment forward, I will accept responsibility for my past. I understand that the beginning of wisdom is to accept the responsibility for my own problems, and that by accepting responsibility for my past, I free myself to move into a bigger, brighter future of my own choosing. Never again will I blame my parents, my spouse, my boss, or employees for my present situation. Neither my education or lack of one, my genetics, or the circumstantial ebb and flow of everyday life will affect my future in a negative way. If I allow myself to blame these uncontrollable forces for my lack of success, I will be forever caught in a web of the past. I will look forward. I will not let my history, 
control my destiny. The buck stops here. I accept responsibility for my past. I am responsible for my success. I am where I am today, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and financially because of decisions I have made. My decisions have always been governed by my thinking. Therefore, I am where I am today because of how I think. Today, I will begin the process of changing where I am mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and financially by changing the way I think. My thoughts will be constructive, never destructive. My mind will live in the solutions of the future. It will not dwell in the problems of the past. I will seek the association of those who are working and striving to bring about positive changes in the world. I will never seek comfort by associating with those who have decided to be comfortable. When faced with the opportunity to make a decision, I will make one. I understand that God did not put in me the ability to always make right decisions. He did, however, put in me the ability to make a decision and then make it right. The rise and fall of my emotional tide will not deter me from my course. When I make a decision, I will stand behind it. My energy will go into making the decision. I will waste none on second thoughts. My life will not be an apology. It will be a statement. The buck stops here. I control my thoughts. I control my emotions. In the future, when I'm tempted to ask the question, why me? I will immediately counter with the answer, why not me? Challenges are a gift and an opportunity to learn. Problems are the common thread running through the lives of great men and women. In times of adversity, I will not have a problem to deal with. I will have a choice to make. My thoughts will be clear. I will make the right choice. Adversity is preparation for greatness. I will accept the preparation. Why me? Why not me? I will be prepared for something great. I accept the responsibility of my past. I control my thoughts. I control my emotions. I am responsible for my success. If both sides could just understand that responsibility has nothing to do with blame, it has everything to do with hope and control. If everyone could understand this, a lot more people would be grabbing for all the responsibility they could get their hands on because who among us doesn't want to have hope for a greater future that we can control? If somehow you can look in the mirror and say, I've had some crazy things happen in my life that I have had no control over, the better off you will be in the long run. If you blame yourself for these uncontrollable forces for your lack of success, You will be forever caught in the web of the past, never in charge of your destiny. We have been talking about responsibility without the yeah, but. So glad you stuck with me. And I hope you've picked up some nuggets of inspiration. Just another way to look at responsibility. Not blame, but taking ownership over your actions. Understanding that where you are and what you're doing is a result of choices that you have made one way or the other. There's nothing wrong with that. The only way that you can learn 
and move on is to accept full responsibility. Once you can do that, you can start unpacking all of those learning opportunities, file them away appropriately, and then be able to shred the rest. I think you can do that. It's important that you have freedom. Always look for a new perspective, a better vantage point, in order to see things with new vision. If you want to share encouragementology with a friend who needs to know they are not alone in this journey of self-discovery, you can visit encouragementology.com or anywhere you stream your content to receive this episode and all others. Follow us on Facebook for additional encouragement throughout the week. So I challenge you, be willing to own it all, your role, responsibility, outcome, and lesson. To achieve total freedom and the opportunity to move forward, you need to let go. To truly let go, you need to forgive. And to forgive, you need to understand. I know you can do it. Thank you for listening to Encouragementology with Kendall Boyson, where we find positive ways to handle some of life's challenges. I stumbled through until the path was clear. That's when I found you, how I wound up here.